Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. Well, NFL owners are preparing for fewer games by planning more playoff games. Right now, well, traditionally, the playoffs have been 12 teams. This year, they've expanded to 14. And right now, that's still what they're planning on, is a 14-team playoff. But they have approved measures to expand the playoffs to 16 teams in case the regular season isn't completed. You know, some teams maybe play 14 or 15 games instead of 16. Now, how many games have to be missed to trigger that? The NFL hasn't made that clear. But maybe there are no buys this year, PK. The top seed may have to play. Great. They'll make some money back if they lose some money on games because they'll add playoff games and then no one will be able to whine about being left out. Of course, that may put a 7-9 and nine team in, but whatever. Roll with it. Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger on the COVID-19 list along with three other Steelers players. Uh, but it's not because they have it. It's because of contact tracing. So there's uh, still the thought that the, the Roethlisberger could play Sunday. They're playing the Bengals. And, of course, the Steelers are defeated. A perfect 9-0 and getting ready for this division game. Going for 9-0. No, 8-0 currently. Ah, oh, there ain't no going for 9-0. and Look at me just giving it to him. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. So Utah AD Mark Harlan reporting that the Utes testing results continue to look pretty good as they uh, try to get ready for a season opener Saturday night at the Rose Bowl against UCLA. We had Kyle on with his weekly availability Monday, and he was saying it was kind of in doubt at that point because they'd get some guys back, but if they lost some more guys, they might not have that magic number. you got to have 53 scholarship players to play a game. But uh, AD Mark Harlan saying uh, it's looking good so far. So keep your fingers crossed for Saturday night, PK, and we'll get some Pac-12 football. Okay, I'll do that. My fingers are crossed. Cal-Arizona State game is in jeopardy of being canceled due to contact tracing inside the Golden Bears program. You know, they were talking about moving the uh, t- the team may have to move if it wants to play. Yeah. It worked for San Jose State. They're 3-0. They went to Humboldt State. I think oh. superstitious coaches will say, Humboldt State, that's oh, the magic yeah, locale. I don't, I don't think they got to get approval. They didn't. They they moved before class started, and so it's the optics of taking a team and making it look professional. Because Stanford did that too, but it's before school started. Now school's online, so they're right. not going to be there anyway. So here's the deal. I mean, they got one player who tested positive, and then everybody in the quarantine, which is 14 days till November 17th, they've all tested positive or negative. Excuse me, negative since. So get on a plane. Go down to Tempe, and then don't come back. Aha! Good plan, Tempe in the winter. That's a better plan. Well, uh, Cross Humboldt State well, off the list. Well, Tempe's, that's an upgrade. Wherever. I mean, it's, just, it's Tempe because it's this week. The classes are all online. Yeah, but of, they all, are. of all the places to stay, Tempe. Well, it's not about staying at Tempe. It's a game. I'm not making light of go, go stay in paradise in the winter. That's not the point. Go, go wherever. The, the opportunity is to play games. And, and you can go someplace else. The game just happens to be in Tempe after Saturday night. Go wherever you want. Because Cal's got a good program. There's a number of guys that need to audition for the pros. These are job auditions. We keep forgetting that. 
all the people who want to lecture us about how they shouldn't play while they have their jobs as they're lecturing us, forgetting that some of these kids, man, have an opportunity to make life-changing money. And they got to get on film. Like Frank Dolce just said, they've got to get on film so these scouts and pro personnel can see them and go from there. I mean, just Keena, Keena Allen, the receiver for the Chargers, Cal. Uh, Patrick Lloyd, he's played for the Dolphins now. Uh, Laird, excuse me, Laird, running Laird. back. Yeah, running back. I mean, he was Cal running back. Yeah, this is two guys off the top of my head. Evan Weaver is with the Cardinals practice squad. I don't know if they've kept him on since. But there's opportunities here. I would love to see a way to do it. If there's no way to do it, then there's no way. But if there is a way, and it's a little unorthodox, let's not have all these people lecture us about it. Saturday's games. Getting called off. Alabama LSU is not going to happen. Texas A&M Tennessee is not going to happen. Also, uh, Memphis and Navy has been called off as well. So a few games maybe you're planning to watch. That LSU game is going to be a prime timer on CBS, but not happening. So the networks will be adjusting. Penn well, State. C- will- oh, go ahead. The CBS thing is, uh, you know, it was planned to come on right after the Masters coverage yep. ended. Yes. So that was going to be one long what they CBS had hoped to. And we know TV ratings are the be all end all. That that was what it was supposed to be, and now they got a hole there. Yeah, two news at five is going to be preempted, but we just got an email. Might be doing that hour newscast after all. Well, good luck, man. Thank you. Let me know what police say. Penn State will not bench starting quarterback Sean Clifford. They are 0-3. They are playing Nebraska, also winless. And uh, he's thrown a few picks this year, nine touchdowns to five interceptions. Completion rate under 60%. So he certainly had his struggles, but they're sticking with him. Okay. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Phoenix Suns talking trade with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Chris Paul could be on the move again. Bouncing around, PK, but got good results in Oklahoma City. Outperformed expectations last year. The Suns, what do you think? Too quick a fix? Should they stay with the young guys and the youth movement or benefit now from a veteran? Help these guys uh, get some winning. I don't know. They haven't said that yet. Well, Rubio's not young. He's not a youth movement guy. Well... No deal, no deal considered imminent. So somebody got wind of rumors and just wants to throw them out there. No, hold your breath. The report says that there's ongoing conversations, and obviously the league year hasn't officially opened yet, so you can't really do a ton. No, it's not officially opened. I mean, technically, it's still closed. Tommy Heinsohn passing away. There is a Boston Celtic legend. He was 86 years old. Played in the uh, Bill Russell era. And won a ton of titles. Then coached after Russell. Coached uh, throughout most of the 70s. And won a couple titles as a coach. And then uh, broadcaster. Some on some national broadcasts for a while. And he's been a local Celtic broadcaster for uh, years and years as well. That is a, a big name in Celtic history right there. Yeah, I don't remember him as a player or coach. But I certainly remember him as a broadcaster. And he had a personality. Yeah, so, and he was, he was just that. He was a personality in the Boston area connected to the Celtics for many, many years. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Manager of the year, Kevin Cash, Tampa Bay Rays, making that run to the uh, World Series. Don Mattingly, the, uh, the skipper of the year in the National League. Fifth person to win both the MVP and the manager of the year because he was MVP back in the mid-80s. So. 
Yeah, those are two obvious choices. I mean, people go to Florida to retire. My guys go to Florida to win manager of the year. <laughs> Chicago White Sox manager Tony La Russa flashed a ring at a police officer arresting him for driving under influence and said, I'm a Hall of Famer baseball person. Being placed in the back of a cruiser, according to police reports. LaRusa, 76, was charged in late October with DUI by the Maricopa County Attorney's Office in Arizona. After a blood and breath test taken the night of his February arrest, showed his blood alcohol concentration over the legal limit of .08. And, of course, the White Sox just hired him. Apparently, this happened right before that. And this would be the second time he's had one. He's had one, what was it, like a decade ago? It was charged in late October, so it was uh, well before they hired him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is uh, DUI is very serious, man. There's, there's no other way around it. And we got to get these people off the road. <laughs> it's, a, it's very, very serious. And we've all, at least I think we do, most of us have known people who have been killed in drunk driving accidents. Nasty, nasty, very, very nasty. I have a friend whose twin brother, twin brother, was killed by a drunk driver. And, and all the impacts later, the impact still spi- hasn't gotten over it. No. Right, the impact spiral, spiral on. No, his license plate reflects his brother's name, has his name on there. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, I, I couldn't imagine. And this kid was going into his uh, senior year of high school, and it was right here in town. It's on Seventh, Seventh East, right? By, by someone who had been convicted of drunk driving multiple times. Boston Red Sox manager Alex Cora telling reporters during his introductory press conference that he thought he'd get back in the sport uh, after being uh, fired and suspended for his role in the Astros sign-stealing scandal. He said, when the suspension happened, this is the last thing I was thinking. I had to take care of a lot of things at a personal level, take care of my family, and baseball was far from my thoughts. I was spending time in my home for the wrong reasons. I deserved what happened this year. I'm not proud of it. In the end, I got my penalty, and I served it. Yeah, I think in the end, that is the bottom line there he did get his penalty he did serve it and acknowledge it to to me people make mistakes you know and you can compare this story to the Russa story well I mean what's the comparison one guy's trying to get an edge in baseball and the other guy's doing something else that that you know could take lives and I'm not blowing off what Cora did because Cora served his suspension and he got the penalty he served it but I just wonder, in a competitive environment, you know, what would we do? It goes back to the steroid thing. You know, if we knew, hey, you do this, and these are the results. It's so easy to say, no, I'd never do it. Well, I think the thing we know <laughs> is that you get into a dugout, and the manager has the title, but the highly paid players have the power. So now it's different in every dugout and there's different relationships and all that. So I don't know how I can spell exactly what happens in Houston, but I think we all know in pro sports that a 10 or $20 million player holds some of the power. Now in some places they may hold a lot of the power, you know, so to say the manager should have shut it down, you know, the owner can shut it down and the GM probably has more power than the manager. We all, we all see these manager and other sports coaches, but we see them coming and going. So what was the attitude of the highest paid players? You know, did he have their backing? And I mean, dig into all of that. I think that's why. He was just an assistant coach at the time. And and that's why I think people are so upset. It's like the players didn't pay a price. You know, other people need to pay a price too. But the players, they basically skated. I mean, yes, they'll get booed when they're fans in full stadiums. They'll get booed one season. But, you know, what kind of price did they pay? It's their conscious, Dave. Okay. 
Did your mother teach you that? That was a big topic in the Sindeldorf household. In, in the, oh, in the Sindeldorf household? I got, I got lectured on that a few times growing up. And yeah. let me tell you, Nyla knew what she was talking about. <laughs> what is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Time to welcome in Emily Tyler right now. Director of the Utah Bone Center, a PAC. Emily, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Emily, I'm, I'm not very bright. You have to explain to me what a PA-C is. I am a physician assistant. So physician assistants are practitioners that diagnose and treat problems partnering with physicians. I got that. It was the dash C that confused me. All right. I gotta, I gotta, I'm, I'm getting up to speed. It's Thank a market you. certification. Aha, there it is. So explain to folks who don't know a lot about um, osteoporosis. You're, you've got a lot of experience with orthopedics, primary care. Uh, you've really developed a passion for preventive medicine. What is osteoporosis and how common is it? So osteoporosis is a disease of bone that makes the bone weak and more likely to fracture. It is incredibly common in patients over 50, men and women, uh, one in two women will suffer a fracture as a result of osteoporosis after the age of 50 in their remaining lifetime, and one in four men. It's common, and it's under-recognized and under-treated. So what are the symptoms? How do you know? Well, early in the disease, there are no symptoms. As the bones get weaker, people do not have any symptoms, and they may not know that they have osteoporosis until they suffer a fracture. If you are over the age of 50 and you have suffered a broken bone, that is a warning sign that something might be wrong with your bone and you need to get it tested and you need to get it treated. So all the people in their 40s who are listening to this want to know how it can be prevented because they want to deal with it. It can be prevented. The best time to prevent it is when you're young. We build our bone in our youth. So parents of adolescents, things that can help are exercise, loading that bone with exercise, getting good nutrition, calcium and vitamin D, um, and then certain medications can make it worse. Uh, men who are treated for prostate cancer are at a much higher risk of osteoporosis. Women with some treatments for breast cancer are at a higher risk. And then certain medications like acid reduces taken for heartburn or seizure medications, and especially steroids, can really increase your risk of osteoporosis. So if they want to know more, how do they get in contact with you? We are at the Stewart Orthopedic Center. If you've had a fracture, it's worth getting a bone density test to find out if there's something wrong with your bone that led to that fracture. Because if it's happened, it can happen again. Emily Tyler, PAC, Director of the Utah Bone Health Center. Emily, thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Big Show. It's a big deal! With Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. The NBA Players Union and the league have reached an agreement for the start of the 2021 season. Free agency will begin November 20th, two days after the draft. The regular season will begin December the 22nd. The salary cap is going to stay the same, $109 million. Remarkable, considering the losses. Right. I would yeah. guess the owners are pretty optimistic they can get back to producing some revenue sometime soon. Yes, they must be. I think that it's great. They've been able to pull this together, agree on all of this in such a wild time and such a short period of time, because this is a situation that we've never seen before. 
The Big Show. Weekdays from 2 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Brought to you in part by Zero Res. Put your best foot forward with the Zero Res cleaning before the holiday season. Clean in November, make a food donation to Zero Res, and they will clean a fourth room for free. Forwards or backwards, Zero Res. It's the right way to clean. Call them at 801-288-9376. Question of the morning. How grateful are you that we get to watch the Broncos almost every week on television? (laughs) Well... You are the Minister of Defense when it comes to the Broncos on Channel 2. <laughs> the Minister of Defense. <laughs> I mean, yesterday you tried to ambush me by telling me these great ratings. That wasn't really ambush you, PK. That was, we're stuck with them even though they're a bad team. And maybe it's because Bronco fans, I don't know why they have the more, I've been thinking about this, why do they have more hope this year than last year? More people are watching them. They don't and suck as bad. Uh, they suck pretty bad. Not as bad as last year. Yeah, not as bad as Drew, last year. Drew Locke gives Drew, them hope. Drew they Locke got a young quarterback, hope, yeah. and so there's hope. Until Elway drafts another one. <laughs> Shh, don't be the case. Come on The story now. of the last decade, everything since Peyton Manning was done. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we get the Broncos here, and you you insist that this is what the community wants. You point to TV ratings. Yeah. Like la- last week, I mean, last Sunday, you know, there was no other game on. The weather was uh, crappy. And you folks can't go to church for two or three hours like you normally have been able to do. We don't factor anything that. We just look at the numbers, and that's all. The numbers tell all the entire story. And you cited some Pittsburgh game whenever, I don't know. Week four, Pittsburgh-Philly. Yeah, when the weather is a lot better, and there might have uh, been a doubleheader on at that time of day. Saturday, Sunday, there was zero. You wanted to watch the NFL over local TV. This was your only choice. Yes, that's. And the weather was the, pretty much the first day of winter. And Fox took the late game, so there was no other early game. Yeah. So, of course, it's the NFL. You're, you could have shown replays and gotten decent ratings. That doesn't mean you're getting the best. That doesn't mean this community is just Bronco Nation. What do the folks say, man? Now's your chance. We're going to find out. We're going to get to the bottom of this. And then when we come back, we're going to decide whether people want to hear me sing or not. <laughs> because if what will happen if they don't want to hear you sing? I won't sing. Uh, if they want me to sing, I'll, I'll leave it to the people. Is it? I mean, And we have a fair on DJ and PK electoral process. There's no shenanigans. Brian says, I can't wait for the next scintillating game when Drew Locke does just enough to not totally suck. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Taylor says, as a Bronco fan, it's nice to have it locally and not have to pay extra for the NFL ticket. But on the other hand, with how terrible they've been the last couple of years, I'd rather watch a better game than be embarrassed almost every week. Yeah. Ryan says it sucks, and I can't wait until Las Vegas takes over as the home market. Now, do you think that will happen? And what needs to have that happen? If it will happen, I mean, the Raiders need than I do. The Raiders need to win a lot. I think the the Bronco is it is partly a regional thing, and I post those maps, and you can see how you know where the area the where the Broncos on it just kind of spreads out from Denver, um, but they're on in probably 
I don't know, 10 to 15 states a lot of weeks. Um, and it's because they built up a solid fan base by being a pretty good team over, I don't know, 30 to 40 years. You know, And the Raiders have had 20 bad years. they got a strong brand, but they've been in the playoffs like once in 17 okay, years. Then why wouldn't we be watching the Steelers? Why wouldn't we be watching uh, the Patriots then? I mean, that, that well, line, I, think, I don't understand. I think, I think we do. I think when you get to the end of the year and you add up how many games we've televised, um, the Broncos now stick in people's craw at this point. Uh, we, I think CBS has televised, KUTV CBS has televised – I'd have to look it up, but I think 14 games in this market, and, I, and it either four or five of them have been Bronco games. You know, it's a combination of we have doubleheaders and show other games. Uh, they show up on Fox. The week they were on Fox earlier this year, Fox 13 showed them. Um, it wasn't us, you know, and then there's the Monday night football game, the Thursday night football game, the Sunday night football game. So at the end, I think the Raiders have had all but two games. I think seven of their nine, nine games have been on TV in this market. Um, I think I think a situation like Sunday morning, that's just pouring salt in the wound. That's uh, you know kicking somebody in a bruised shin. You know it already hurts, and then it's the only game on TV. But the Chiefs have been on TV every week, but one. You know if you're a Chiefs fan here, you know, you don't need an NFL ticket. I think last week was a first Unless time you want this to watch year. every game. Right? Yeah. Last last week was the first time they haven't been on. <laughs> Who did they play? They played somebody awful last week. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a. Last week, uh, they oh, maybe yeah, it was uh, it was the Jets game on November first is one, yeah, and maybe Carolina. So maybe they haven't been on twice now. I think the Raiders and Chiefs have only missed twice. You know, we're going to get a pretty steady diet. Yeah, but if that's your team, it. you only miss twice. That I think your yeah. word only doesn't belong there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not your team, so it's easy for you to say. And so on on this Sunday morning, though, we couldn't show the Chiefs because it was a Fox game. You know, would they have would they have taken the Raiders or the Chiefs if they were available? Now it turned out that everybody else in the AFC West was a Fox game this week. Um, you know, they they showed Denver. They weren't going to show Houston, Jacksonville, or Detroit, Minnesota. Yeah. So the only other option was uh, Ravens Colts. Yeah, but if I'm gonna, oh, well, that that was a much better option. It's a much better matchup. It wasn't a great game, but yeah. Oh, well, you can't predict that going into the game. Nope, you can't. <laughs> no. So. It was. I would much rather watch that game, and I, as I say, I just looked at it and thought, "Up, oh, the they, rating in my house is going to be zero point zero zero." Yeah, I know. I that's really you. all you care about. You care about what you want to watch. You don't care about what your neighbor wants to watch. Let him or her watch what they watch. At least that's the way I view it with TV ratings. You know, we took a, a big deal in the NBA. The NBA playoff ratings were down, so didn't matter to me. And <laughs> they were on, and you watched them. Yeah. I watch them because I want to watch them. I don't care if my neighbor doesn't want to watch it, and I don't really care if you don't want to watch it because you think it's being too political. That's your right. You've earned that right as a sports fan not to do that. So would people rather see, like, this week? I mean, I can run poll questions on this, and we see what what people vote for. This week, there's a good game, and uh, I I think there's two good games and a mediocre game this week. Um, morning game are you talking about? Or well, what? no, because of the Masters, there's no morning game for CBS. It's a Fox doubleheader. So and talking C- about the afternoon CBS game. will show an afternoon game. And you'll have options because it's a doubleheader. Fox will have a game, so you can you know turn away and watch something else. I don't know if they're going to show Rams Seahawks or Niners Saints. They've been showing a lot of Saints games here, and I assume it's because of Taysom Hill. 
Uh, I don't think they've shown. Oh, a lot, look at your bias! Not because of Marcus Williams, no. because of Taysom Hill. Look yes. at you, you freaking, I, you people, you stick together. I got to admit, I, I, I admire you guys. So the options for CBS in the afternoon are Chargers Dolphins, which because of Tua, you know, I well, think that's, that's a fine game, Herbert. Right, but I think a better game is Bills Cardinals. But the game we're going to get, okay. the game we're going to get, I think, is, and we'll find out later today, is Broncos Raiders. More Broncos. Yeah. But people who want to know when it's going to be a Raider market, are you really going to be upset because you got a Raider game? Yeah, it's the Bronco game, but it is a Raider game. Okay, but how many of those people are that actually exist? How many what? Raider fans? Yeah. I don't know, but there'll have right. to be a lot to take over the market. No, I'm talking. Yeah, the, okay, so then they there won't be a lot of folks. You're by saying that you're indicating that there's probably not a lot yet. So that would mean we're going to be stuck with the Broncos again. It's not a Raider game; it's a Bronco game. It is both. Yes, you're welcome. But for the people saying it should be the Raiders because they're closer, you're getting them this week. We've shown it. Yeah, but how many people are them? You just just acknowledge there's not a lot. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we could we could pay and do a survey, and then we'll know. There was one done. We talked about it when it was done. It was probably six or seven years ago now. We'll and I think the Broncos were like 22 or 23% of the market, and nobody else was above like 11% of the market. And that's way too old. Yeah. Yeah, because they've lost a lot since then. So how much, that, have, well, how much have people faded away? Six, seven years in TV viewing. Yeah, because I, I think Manning was stood there. Oh, of course. He's yeah. wildly popular. Yep. You could have asked that in Oshkosh, and they would have gotten some type of numbers because of he's on on every commercial. Yeah, you know he cut a tune with uh, Kenny Chesney, whatever it takes. He actually sings. He does a tune with uh, how with good Kenny. is it? It's not bad. It's not bad. Kenny has a satellite uh, radio station, and he has guest DJs, and Peyton and Eli go way back with uh, Kenny. I mean, they go way before I ever got involved with Kenny, and so they do a thing, and they so they broadcast, and, I've, and they just replay it constantly, and I've heard it a few times. He talks about Peyton talks about uh, Mother's Day weekend of his senior year, and guys are getting ready to head out. You know, if we've been to college, that's about the time. You know, we've all been in that situation, right? It's over. It's time to get real. He's talking about his buddies. Well, of course, he was going to Indianapolis, and his one buddy was going to Charlotte. Another buddy was going to Florida, and because they were going, they weren't football players. They were just his friends, his roommates, and guys he hung with. And they were going to go on and you know graduate. And Kenny was in town visiting his parents, and he stopped by and uh, started playing some tunes. And the next thing you know, hundreds of people from the area are in Manning's backyard. <laughs> 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 so I mean Peyton Manning is so wildly popular he's one of those guys who transcends that he doesn't even really have to be playing oh he's still doing a ton of ads yeah and he's still very popular he is a he's a legendary name now he was interested in drama and theater and all that stuff so he does this acting in commercials he had a natural interest in it and actually did it when he was younger, so this is an extension of what he's doing here. But, yeah, so Peyton Manning, I mean, really, you could have put him on any team, and they were going to draw probably pretty well because of just, 
He has a magnetic personality. I think Eli not as much, but I don't know that anybody really has as much as Peyton does. He did those great commercials where he would go and go to your work and cheer you on or boo you. Remember those? They were pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, they were good. Well, I think the next uh, so the next four weeks will have six games, and I would suspect two only two of them will be Bronco games. So we'll see if people celebrate the other again, four games. Again, only two. Only two. That's two more than I want. <laughs> Except if you want Raider games, then you want that game. Yeah, but and you just said that that's a small number of people. Are, most people are. Most people, when they're complaining about the Broncos now, seem to be complaining about the Raiders. The Raider fans are getting pretty fired up. And then do you want to see Tua? Because I think the Denver-Miami game will end up here. I want to see good games. And now that we're into week, well, this is week 10, right? Yeah. I want to see – playoff implications are on, right? The race is now serious. When you're in the second week of November, it, it, these games are huge. So I want to see – you know, I have the, they gave me the ticket for free because we had another issue, and they said, hey, do you want this? Hey, we'll this? give you the ticket. Yeah, sure, thanks. Yeah, a freaking men. Hmm. <laughs> in fact, I might even buy it uh, uh, to make sure that I can get to watch the games that I want to watch. Uh because it is, I enjoy the NFL ticket. I'm surprised I enjoy it as much as I do. Just flick it around, and then you put I put it on the one, the red zone, and then they have the squares, and so you can watch multiple games. I was telling my wife, uh, I have to go to the to the store, to the Costco and Target a lot more. My wife has a broken leg, so I had to go to both of those stores yesterday. Uh, and I was telling her, I want one of those $3,300 televisions now. <laughs> <laughs> How big are they? Uh, I don't know the inches, but when you walk into Costco, now I've been at two Costcos because there's one down in Southtown we go to, but then when she goes to the doctor's over in Murray, it's there. So yesterday was another in a long line of doctor's appointments, and uh, so you know, I got to take her. PK, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's an 80-inch, like, yeah. And, I, and, I, and oh. what came to mind is, man, when they, when they divide those screens, oh, I'm, I like, see. getting a, a yeah. bigger television than I ever had in my life <laughs> growing up. You know yeah. what I mean? It was th- those Well, TVs they didn't make 80-inch TVs. I know, but hey, I'm just kids. comparing. <laughs> hey, back I mean, in the day. They, I know they didn't. And if they did, the bigger ones, it was sort of distorted. Yeah, uh, those projection TVs kind of had a weird look to them. Right, right. Yes. And if you're 25 and you don't know what we're talking about, consider yourself lucky. You win. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously they're crystal clear with the high def and all that stuff. Uh, so, and i got to tell you a little story. So we go to the doctor yesterday, and I wrote the thing. We posted on our website and KSL how, when we talked about it yesterday, how BYU shouldn't uh, add another team. Well, I don't know what she is, but she's very authoritative. I don't know what her title is, but she she's the one who deals with my wife's broken leg. And so she comes into the waiting room. She get, we get the x-ray first, and then they send her in. And she comes walking in very authoritatively. So you don't think BYU should play another football game to their schedule, do you? <laughs> uh, 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 I'm not sure, ma'am. Before even saying, like, how are you today? <laughs> exactly. Like... She just bolted in. <laughs> I mean, she had, had, had never given any indication of acknowledging what I do until yesterday. So that's interesting that you find it that worthwhile because the red zone, we're in the part of the season where I, I think the red zone is less useful. Now, if you're really passionate about one team and 
then then I get that. Um, but to kind of graze over the NFL, because we're at a point now where if you have basic cable, you're seeing six games a week, if you want. I mean, I guess you're not automatically seeing them, but they're available. And you're seeing most of the top teams most of the time. So if you have like an overwhelming, you know, you lived in whatever town and you're all in on that team and now you're here. Oh, you like me with the Jets and Giants? No, nah, you know, if you were a normally <laughs> normal human being. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Kevin Graham. Everybody knows Kevin Graham, right? So if he's going to follow the Jets, he needs the NFL ticket because they're not going to be on TV a lot. But I know people here who are Chiefs fans. I know multiple people. Bullard be the one we have on the air. It's like, well, OK, you can pay for an NFL ticket if you want and it'll get you two Chiefs games. Because they're on every week. They're, they're everywhere. And at this time of year, when you have six games and then you put two or four teams on a bye, there aren't, there aren't that many teams left. You know, it's kind of the bottom half of the league. Because sure, all the networks a, are avoiding the, league, the bad not, teams. Not the teams. Right. And you're seeing most of the really good games. Well, then, but see, then, so I had the thing divided the other day, and then I see. Uh, Raiders, Chargers, Getting and I good. got yeah. Cardinals, uh, Dolphins, and I want to watch that because my sister's at the game. They only got like 2,400 people, and I know one of them. <laughs> blood. There's only three of us on this planet who've got the same blood, so I got to stick close to them. <laughs> and, uh, so I, I'm there, and we're texting back and forth because she lives and dies it, you know, so if something's good, I like to pump her up to – make her feel good about the team and blah 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 well then but that charger raider game was a kick butt game too so then you know i get the opportunity to see both which is sort of cool now if one was a blowout i would have turned and just put on the regular screen but they were both literally literally came down right down to the end and in the case of the chargers and raiders was absolutely the last play well then it was worth it you it win is. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I want. And I don't care what my neighbor wants because he wants what he wants. And that's what I want. I want good quality games. And now, and not so much, there's really not playoff implications as much in September and October. But now we're into November, there's absolutely. And I want the games that matter the most. That's what I think they should do if you don't have literally the team in your market because i don't think we're in the denver market and i'm not sure we're in we're ever going to be in the las vegas market it sounds good but i don't know that it's true well you don't want to hear from the ratings and i'm sure that the people who do this in new york that's what they're pouring over i mean they i'm sure they know they gave us a bills ravens game last at the end of last season when denver was terrible and it got like a three rating and anything under a six rating is a is a bad nfl number Five or six is really usually the floor. So when they give us Steelers-Eagles and it gets a 1.8, I'm thinking there's somebody back in New York who I've never met and I don't even know their name who's like, yeah, we're not doing that again. You think they care about Salt Lake City? Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. They, they are, I think that they, I think they grind over every tenth of a point. And so do they factor in that game was played when the weather was better and there might have and we don't get uh, – Maybe we're not into football as much as opposed to last Sunday when the weather sucked and the Mormons aren't going to church as much. A lot of it's online now or portions of it's online. So you have an opportunity to get bigger numbers because there's more people at home, particularly when it's 30 degrees and snowing. What else are you going to do so, if you're a football fan? So the way the process works, they assign a game 
and then local stations have a chance to appeal. And if you look at those maps that I post on social media, sometimes you'll see a little note at the bottom and a market flips. Like if you explain something to the market that makes sense, they do occasionally flip games. Well, who um, does that? <clears throat> the people in New York. No, no, you said you have a chance to appeal. Who's oh, you? Uh, the, it's like the, the general manager, the sales manager, the, you know. Let's say David James the, can appeal? There's a, there's a guy who's over-programming, but he would do it in consultation with the GM and the sales manager. There'd be two or three people have a discussion, and then I think the, the guy's name Another is, sales guy getting into programming. Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. Holy Absolutely. freak. Yeah. <laughs> they, we used to have a sales manager, and they would, at the start of the year, they would send Dave Fox and I the schedule and say, what do you think the best games are? And, like, you're trying to tell them what the best game is week 11 before, like, you know, whoever is blowing out their knee and whatever quarterback is dislocated their shoulder. And then we'd never hear again, and we have a new salesperson. I didn't even get that this year. I didn't even. Didn't even oh, yeah. That. What's the point of having power if you seeded someone? <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and as far as that rating last week, in keeping with the times, I want a recount of the rating. Yeah. Recount. 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 Yeah. But you have to pay for it, and you have to pay cash up and, front. But I'm not going to burn down cities to get it. Uh, i got to make that abundantly clear. Oh, stop the count. <laughs> Come on. I'm not going to board up my buildings during the recount. So I'm good to go there. Good. <laughs> Hey, I'm just trying to keep current. That's what the consultant said years ago. Tie it into what's happening yes, in the world. Yes, he did. Yes, so, he did. No, you're not going to do it. When's so the last time you it? talked to him? Yesterday. You did not. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> well, wait. Liar. No, it's, it, he's the consultant, man, so it's sort of like prayer, you know? When's the last time you talked to you-know-who? Well, you didn't really talk to him, but yet you prayed, you know what I mean? I want to keep my job. Is very very important. No, and in all seriousness, the stuff that he taught us, or he, told he did us, give us, he gave us some good tips. He definitely there's there's stuff he told us in my mind still. Yep, there's stuff he he told. He says do this, blah 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 blah, because of blah 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 blah, and it totally made sense. And we did it, and it worked, and we still do it now. No, so I mean, I haven't talked to him in years, but the thoughts that he expressed to us, and there was stuff that he has in writing that I kept, and I occasionally look at it. Oh, okay, I, mean, I, di- I didn't yesterday. Uh, well, especially if there's anything negative, like any review that I ever got back in 1984 or 85. Oh, sure. You look at that for fuel. Oh, I, I pour over it. Yeah, right. Bed. Gas on the fire, baby. <laughs> okay. Hey, Grammarian, before we go, Masters, S apostrophe? Apostrophe S. I don't it's think a they have, Do they have either? I don't, I don't think they have an apostrophe. No apostrophe. Either. I think it's just the Masters. Thank goodness you guys are here. All right, there it is. Which game do you want to see on CBS KUTV after the Masters this week? Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Dolphins, or Bills, Cardinals? We'll run a poll question. It's up. We'll have the results for you tomorrow. David DJ James on Twitter. Go ahead and vote. It's already a biased poll. You have to be on Twitter to, to vote. So Already it's not that uh, scientifically uh, locked in. But whatever, so. we'll go what with the it. Heck? It's the best we can do. Uh, we'll update you on that. Now, speaking of the Masters... Well, it wasn't the Masters specifically, but it was kind of the Masters, and it was wildly entertaining. We will get to that next. Stay with us. Now let's get this party started. 
This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Interim head coach at Utah State, Frank Miley. Obviously, it's not an easy process or transition. Uh, when you lose somebody you love dear to you who's been leading the team, a lot of these guys are here because of Gary. So uh, for these guys, they took it kind of hard. It was unexpected, obviously. But I think they understand that, that it's, you know, the brotherhood has always been about the family, right? And no matter what happens, good or bad, they got to stick together. And uh, Coach Anderson's done a great job installing that into these young men. And so they're carrying that forward uh, in behalf of him and they're going to fight to the end. So these guys have done a good job so far transitioning. Obviously some of them are probably still hurt, but uh, there's no better way to stay focused and, and, and to get past it, but to get right back in the ball. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. PK, there was a little piece of video that went viral yesterday. Yeah, yeah it did. There's a hole-in-one, and that's a magic moment Anytime you get an ace. But to stand on a tee, skip the ball across the lake, roll it up onto the green, and then play, what was that, 10 or 12 feet of break? That was a lot of break. And roll it in the hole for the ace. That was spectacular. Yes, it was. You're speaking of John Rom. I believe yesterday was his 26th birthday, too. The guy who came over from Spain played didn't know a word of English, uh, and enrolled himself at Arizona State. Learns English now, and it's amazing. He barely speaks with any form of accent, a- accident, accent, uh, and he's developing himself into a, a great golfer. He's won a little bit on the PGA Tour, and you know we'll see how far he can take it. How good can he come become? Obviously, he's already good, but we're talking about uh, the elite level. And that shot was just amazing. Now, obviously, what they do there is they try to skip it. Mm -hmm. It's not like he hit it. He chunked it. He's trying to skip it. And so it skipped, what, three times over the water? And then freaking goes in the hole, takes a huge (laughs) left turn, and goes in the hole. I mean, come on. It's, it's, It's ridiculous. And it brings to mind you being a hardcore golfer. What is the most amazing shot you've ever hit? Well, I have skipped a ball across the lake. I was telling Yak about that, but I did it on accident because I checked right. it. Right. <laughs> most of us. And I've done it, too. We were playing uh, a couple of months back up at Wasatch. It's par three. Jake Scott's parents, his mother and my wife, playing uh, a golf league together, so they've, they've struck up a friendship. And so... Uh, Mrs. Scott hits the ball, and the water is there, and you can see it's way low. And we're in the cart, and I said to my wife, oh, don't worry, that's going to skip. It's not going to stay because it's a screaming Mimi low liner. Mm-hmm. And you do that, and it will skip. You know? And so if you hit it high, then it's just going to plop right in. You'll see the splash, and then you swear, and you drop another one. I mean, that happens. But if you hit that low thing, it, it will skip. It's just a question of will it skip onto dry land or not, and hers did. She said, how would you know that? I said, oh, because the trajectory of the ball, and it went far enough to where it skipped close to where the water was ending. So those things, yeah, I've seen those things happen, but I don't know that I've ever seen somebody skip it like that and have it go in the hole. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. The uh, the headlines, Fox, impressive hole-in-one, New York Post, uh, wild hole-in-one, golf week, jaw-dropping hole-in-one. Everyone was looking for a different word to throw in front of that. Well, they should have had rommed it in. It's not there. Amazing water shot. 
Well, he's now Aquaman. You got the Spanish thing going on there, and uh, and that's where he's from. So, yeah. I mean, I've had I, I've had a lot of good shots. I've been playing golf since I was a young teen, so I've probably played. I've certainly played hundreds, if not literally in the thousands of rounds. Uh, you know, I've hit a lot of good shots and a lot of crappy shots, and I have a hole in one. Nice. Uh, and yeah, but it was it was conventional. You know, you hit the ball and then eh, it's a good shot, and then it just rolls in. But it. Not really an amazing shot. I had one over at Old Mill once. I was 123 yards out in the left in the rough. And it was uh, back nines, now the front nines, short par three. So I hit a four iron because the grass was really thick. I just wanted to chunk it, just get it out as, you know, pop it out as far as I could. My buddy hit a good shot, and he's up by the green. And I can't really see it. All of a sudden, I hear him say, go in the hole. <laughs> the freaking thing went in the hole. I had an eagle. <laughs> from the rough. Nice. From, and I took a four iron from 123 yards, but it was just designed to get it into the fairway. And the thing rolled up, and oh man, I can't believe I did that. It was, <laughs> it was just, it was amazing. It was so lucky, but it was amazing. All right, DJ and PK coming up. We've get, we got to talk some football with you. David Nixon, BYU TV football analyst, joins us in uh, on the other side of the break. Riley Jensen, our college football insider, will be here at eight thirty. And Bob Casper, Real Golf Radio, talking Masters at nine o'clock. It's it's time to draft the winners. Checking in once again with us, Emily Tyler, PAC director of the Utah Bone Health Center. Emily, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. You, uh, you're talking osteoporosis this morning. How common is this? Oh, osteoporosis is incredibly common. Half of all adults in the United States over the age of 50 are at risk of breaking a bone. It's common and it's under-recognized and under-treated. So if you haven't broken a bone but you have osteoporosis and you're at risk, but you haven't broken a bone and you don't know that, what symptoms should you be looking for? Well, that's just the thing. It's often caused this silent. It's often called the silent disease because you cannot feel your bones getting weaker. You may not know you have osteoporosis until you break a bone. And if you've broken a bone, that's a warning sign. You need to get it checked. You need to get a bone density test and talk to your doctor about what you can do to prevent it from happening again. So, are you talking about uh, you know broken bone like a kid gets if they fall off a bike? Are you talking more like a stress fracture situation from what, or is it both? Well, what I'm really talking about is any fracture that occurs in somebody over 50. If somebody suffers a broken bone as a result of a fall from standing height or less, that's called a fragility fracture. The bone shouldn't break if it's strong enough. So if you suffered any fracture that occurs from a fall from standing height or less, that's a fragility fracture. That's probably osteoporosis, and you need to get tested and treated. So how can people uh, prevent it, or what can they do about it? You can prevent it. Diet, exercise, not smoking, not drinking too much will all prevent it. All right. And good, having a healthy lifestyle. Good, good tips to know then. So if people want to know more, uh, how do they get a hold of you? We are at the Orthopedic Center at Stewart Orthopedics uh, Bone Health Center. If you've had a broken bone, call and ask for an appointment in the Bone Health Center, and we'll get you tested. We'll get you treatment plan if you need it. Emily Tyler, she's the director of the Utah Bone Health Center. Emily, thanks a lot. Thanks again for having me. Thank you.